What up? You now tuned in to the CEO OD podcast. Well, my podcast is about my independent journey and the conversations I have along the way. This is episode six. Can't stop, won't stop. With my homie from St. Louis, yeah. Zeus Rebel Waters, right? What up, my dude? Yeah, that's it. That's me. Man, what's good, <laughs> bro? What's the word? Man, I'm chilling, man. How you feeling out there? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Working real hard and uh, you know, doing like everybody else, man. Just 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 pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? Taking care of the family and uh, 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 making our dreams reality. Making our dreams a reality. That's dope. Like, I've been uh, following you for a minute. Um, and I know you independent like myself. And the one thing I've seen that you do a lot of dope stuff, bro. I ain't going to mean a lie. I, I like everything you <laughs> do. I like everything you do. Uh, but what took it over the edge for me was the reality show you did with yeah, the women. Man. Did you have you have you checked a couple episodes out yet? I caught a couple episodes. I wasn't able to sit down and fully go through it. I told myself like I'm right, gonna sit right. down and fully fully go through it. But the couple yeah. of episodes I looked at, I was like, this is like dope. Yeah, right on, bro. I appreciate it. How did you come about? What made you come about that? Because you produced it and everything, right? Yeah, well, I, I pretty much wrote it and produced it and, you know, kind of came up with, you know, setting the scenes up. And uh, my, my partner directed it or filmed it. His name is Sharp the Visionary, you know, from Dallas, Texas, but he's uh, here in St. Louis now. So he pretty much filmed it all for me. And I just wanted to really, well, I did it for a couple of different reasons. The first reason, and, and more importantly, uh, being a, a kind of newly divorced man, you know what I'm saying? I uh, was with my high school sweetheart for a long time, you know what I'm saying? And okay. then uh, we kind of uh, we got divorced. You know what I'm saying? There's more to the story, but y'all have to read that part of it in the book. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we got divorced. You know what I'm saying? Raised my my my, my girls for like by probably about four years just by myself. You know what I'm saying? I had to um, raise them by myself. And what I came to find out, man, every time I tried to bring a chick to the crib, they was giving them, you know what I'm saying? My daughters was giving the, the girl the evil eye, and it was just a super <laughs> uncomfortable situation, which in real life, I probably shouldn't have had no chicks coming to the house anyway when my daughters was there, you right. know what I'm saying? But I was young, and, you know, well, I probably, I don't even know how young I was. I, I was just, I just wasn't, I wasn't mature, and I really wasn't in the in the, in the right mind state, mind state because shit, a nigga was hurt, you know what I'm saying? Nigga right, right. You raising four kids by yourself, nigga, you didn't have to cut your cut your you know what i'm saying your day one off you know what i'm saying your day one doing all kind of crazy shit you know taking shit you had to cut her off and uh you oh, know wow. you know how it is like anybody else you hurt you trying to fill that gap so shit i'm bringing them in <laughs> every day so i'm different you know what i mean <laughs> right trying so, to fill that hole uh which which wasn't the way to do it but you know I, that, that's my truth and that's what it is so i have to say what it is because you said it's uh, a show to keep it real <laughs> yeah so man. uh that's what because it's of that my daughter's got a little older, you know what I'm saying? Four years past, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 16 is, is when you're 20, 20 is different from being 16. So now they, you know, a couple of them college students, they got their own life. They wasn't really tripping. So I just figured, you know what I'm saying? What better way to do it than to just take, you know, my experiences and, 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 and try to find me a, a woman, you know what I'm saying, live like on youtube so that's kind of why i created the show and then it just made sense with me just dropping that new song called love 
Right. Like, shit, I do need love. So that's what <laughs> about that's, that's how I came about. Man, that's a, that stuff was dope. So like why you was going, if you don't mind me asking, so you while going through the four years of raising your kids, you were still doing music and everything too? Yeah, man. You, you know what, man? Going through, you know, I I, I done went through a lot, man, with, with with the situation, with the situation with my ex-wife, man. A lot of uh depression, a lot of different things, man. But yeah. um I, I wore it. I, I wore it and nobody knew. I guess you only knew if I told you if you was in my immediate circle. Yeah. I never, since I've been doing this, bro, I, I've never taken a break. I ain't never took a break. Now, I'm not saying that in terms of saying, I ain't never took a break like a big dog. I'm saying that just saying that's what it is. Now, I don't really know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it can, it can be both just depending on how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think it has its pros and its cons to never taking a break because, you know, maybe maybe taking a break, maybe I could have maybe I could have seen the field a little different and could have ran the ball different. And the only thing that made me realize that was, you know, kind of moving forward and I go right back was kind of like that pandemic. The pandemic was the first time that I had ever took a break, bro, probably in 15 years. You know what I'm saying? I just been going, going, going nonstop. So the pandemic made me stop. And I'm thankful for the pandemic. I'm not thankful that people lost their life for the pandemic. So rest right. in peace to all of those people. But and the people that still losing that battle with COVID is crazy. But for me, it was a it was a plus more than it was a minus because it made me be still. It made me stop. And I always put things in the concept of football because that was my first love before music was football. Sure. You know what I'm saying? When you just, you know what I'm saying? I I, I always say. I was at first I used to just be a, a power runner like mm. Christian Okoye so I was not fast I was slow but I'm just gonna go straight through the middle I'm trying to run everybody <laughs> over right the pandemic made me stop and think about it and now I'm kind of like damn I can be quick I can be fast and I can have power so now I'm more dangerous because I ain't finna just straight run through the middle I can stop then immediately take off and run your ass over going right left like now you know what i'm saying now i'm becoming mm-hmm. unstoppable not really physically in a sense but mentally like i done been through shit can't shit stop me bro it's nothing i ain't nothing finna stop me if my kids be on some bullshit and everybody know how i am about my daughter i'm gonna be like all right whatever i'll see you tomorrow i'm finna go bop 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 so i can create this generational wealth for us so you don't have the problems that i had you know yeah, what i'm saying that's exactly. i ain't tripping off nobody hating i'm not tripping yeah. off none of that bro my my i'm striving and moving in my path to be one of the biggest brands in the world and that's what i'm doing and i don't give a fuck with that motherfucker don't like the music they don't like the this they don't you know what i'm saying i'm from the streets but i still do what i want to do bro if i want to wear pink i'm wearing pink bro i ain't tripping <laughs> off and I got whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm about peace and love, but I'll throw them hands with you and then we can shake hands after the fact. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I just want to change the moniker of what people think street is and what people think this and that is. Or you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody got this image depicted of what what what's gangster and and, and just growing up with like my pops now. My pops was always uh was always in the streets. You know, he was uh he had a he had a nice name out here in, in St. Louis, but uh they that i grew up around a lot of old g's a lot of old niggas man and old niggas with money move way different than niggas with money now it's a difference you know what i'm saying yeah they have more guidance they have more guys bro old old niggas with money we we love to see them come bro they ain't 
and and they ain't, they wasn't like really trying to get us to sell dope. They was like just motivating us on some Motivate. young nigga go get some money. You know what I'm saying? Do it the right way, but go get some money. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's why these niggas can't touch me, bro. Because it's like I just I just come from something different, bro. I just come mm-hmm. from something different. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man. So, and, and that's Zeus in a nutshell. Yeah, that that's that's a that's yeah. That's what, I, that's what I got from you when I first when I first met you. Well, I seen I seen you back in the when you came to Chicago, and, right, right. But you was going by uh, Rocker Puff, right? Rocker Puff, yeah. Okay, Rocker Puff. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, no, are you good? That's no. I'm, that's crazy. I didn't even know I came there and did a show with you as Rocker Puff. I thought when I did a show there with you, I was Zeus. Right. Nope. Me and you met. Me and you met when you was Rocker Puff. And okay. um, me and you was you was performing, and you was at the Chicago. We they used to have the Chicago um, award ceremony for the local acts or whatever. Yeah. And I, yeah so okay, I seen bro. you, and everybody was telling me like they was like, "Yo, watch him, Od. He remind me of you, mm-hmm. dude. You got up there, you took your shirt off, you had the mohawk. I was like, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a big dude. I was like, I ain't never taking my shirt off. Like right, this, right, I'm like, right. this man's on a whole nother level of yeah. confidence. I'm like, this is what's up. I'm like, I gotta meet him. And I, I went up to talk to you and shook your hand or whatever. And then I told you, like, I'm like, I'm from Inglewood, but you thought I was man from California. He was like, nah, I'm from, I'm from, he was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, from Inglewood. I'm like, yeah. He was like, I'm Mac 10 artist. I was like, nah, I'm not for Cali. I'm from Inglewood in the city. And so, you know, right. I've been following you, I've been following you since then. And I've been like, man, this That's dude crazy. is like, this dude nice with it. It's like, so, like, I'm, so when it came to watching your grind, I've been watching for a minute, and then I met you again in the city when you were uh, Zeus when we was at the, right um, when we did chicken and waffles, right? Chicken and waffles, and we chopped yeah. it up then. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "You still, you was cool. You was cool when I met you the first time. You was cool when I met you the second time." I'm like, "I gotta, I gotta stay linked in with bro." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, cause that's what it's about, shit, bro. We don't never know. Like I, I just made a post, and I, you know what I'm saying? Like my daddy taught me, nigga, you treat the CEO and the janitor the same way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause you just, I mean, and then it ain't even about because you never know what a person to be it ain't even about that it's just about about being polite why just being yeah it's like bro these niggas be so funny style bro so when somebody get a couple dollars or get a little clout bro they just i just like man who raised you niggas bro like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) that's what that's what all of this is for bro like you spoke you your success is supposed to be to help somebody else that's really what it's about we all got our personal goals and our shit that we trying to do that keep us going that motivate us but really at the end of the day after you surpass that if you ain't help nobody like what the fuck is the purpose you know what well, I'm low, saying low key though a lot of people got bad guidance in this game and that's yeah. what I noticed I had a lot of bad guidance when I was younger it's just that not a lot of people seen it but a lot of my friends seen it so mm-hmm. it was it's just a lot of people who misguided and just taught to be a certain way i remember when i started people used to be like you're not supposed to talk to everybody you're supposed to look a certain way act a certain way but i'm like after a while you get to thinking like if everybody think i'm a snob ain't nobody gonna want to kick it with me. ain't nobody gonna want to fuck with you man ain't nobody gonna want to talk to you you know what i'm saying now i do i do believe that you know when it come to business that should be done a certain way i mean i mean that's business though yeah that's business like you know maybe i shouldn't be booking calling you to book you maybe i should call your manager or somebody see, that's, you know what i'm that's saying just, that's just business etiquette though you know what yeah, I'm yeah 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 but etiquette. you shouldn't shouldn't no motherfucker be talking about oh you gotta act a certain way like hell no that's no, crazy you know what i'm saying be. 
that's crazy but no but you 100 right because you do got people out there that got that bad guidance and they telling their artists man you need to act like this or you need to you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't know i don't know maybe 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 that is what separates you know me from being at level 10 instead of level seven or vice versa maybe maybe that's yeah. what you you know but if that's right. what that shit is i'm good bro I don't, yeah i'm good on that i'm, you know I'm comfortable saying? i'm comfortable being the man that i am and the skin that i'm in i, yeah. I can go to sleep and wake up and be comfortable Thanks. i don't want to i don't want to be nobody else but myself i thought yeah bro i thought music and hip-hop period was just about me showcasing my art and what i do and trying to be the best at it and yeah I, i'm just a regular like now compared to when i was when i was a kid now i'm more easygoing i'm really not a people person but i'm still like more easygoing I talk and i can you know what i'm saying it ain't really yeah. no big it ain't no big deal because I, I i just use the morals that was taught to me from my household and stop using the things that i was taught from people who were quote unquote teaching me to get in the game you know what i'm saying right Right, no, in facts, big facts on that. Yeah. So, like, uh, if, if you want to talk about it, we can. If you don't, I know you were signed back in the day to Mac Ten, right? Yeah, yeah. How was that whole experience? Just because that's everybody's dream. At yeah, least man. To make that, to, to at least get that, like? to make to touch that plateau. Yeah. Um, and, and and I still didn't fully touch the plateau the way I desired, but. I am extremely, extremely grateful for Mac Ten. I'm extremely grateful for the uh, for the situation, man. It was, it was, it was cool. It was humbling. It was dope. It was exciting. It was all of that. You know what I mean? So I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, yeah, man. And I and I and I never forget, you know, rocking with a uh, Mac like that. You know what I'm saying? And creating a relationship with somebody that I was just a fan of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. Cause you song it was like yeah yeah so yeah, I, so the story yeah. behind the song is that's actually my song it was actually that's my yours? song it's a, yeah that was my song it was called respect uh it should be it's it's, it's just on youtube if you put up rucker puff respect you were heard the original the original version so what happened was my business partner um peppy he filmed a, they 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 filmed a movie here in a about an hour or two away from st louis in a small town um the guy that was the director uh the dp on the film on the film he was like the dp on something with tlc like anyway long story short he had a relationship with t-boz remember at the time t-boz and mac 10 was married back then right um, so he got mac 10 to be in the movie mac 10 came to st louis was in st louis for like two weeks filming the movie they brought him to St. Louis because uh, this was two hours away where they shot it at. But they brought him to St. Louis to a club to hang out to come check me out. And nigga, the rest from there, after he seen me perform, the rest is history. They took that song, which was Respect. They changed the beat a little bit, uh, left me on the bridge, put Nate Dog on the hook. And nigga, next thing you know, that shit was on 106 Park and we lost our mind. Man, when I say that, was nuts. Yeah. That was that song. I remember. I remember seeing that song as a kid. And I was like, "Who was dude yelling?" Mm -hmm. And it's just funny because I still I didn't know that was you when I met you the first time. Right. But one day I was looking. I was like, "That is him on that song." So mm -hmm. did you did you get to meet Nate Dog or? It wasn't yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I was at the. I shot the video with them. So we shot right. that video in L.A. all together. I met Nate Dog. 
Uh, he didn't smile. He didn't do nothing but say, what's up? <laughs> he looked just like you would imagine him to look, nigga. His, he was monotone, nigga, and his attitude was the same. He was, he was just straight, you know what I'm saying? But he was cool. We hung out with him, you know what I'm saying? Uh, met DJ, met everybody, bro. Rode around and, and Phantoms and Bentleys with Mac-10 ass going to release parties, you know what I'm saying? Just, okay. yeah, bro. It was, it, was, it was definitely a dope experience for sure. Oh, man, that, that is crazy, though. Yeah. So now, fast forward. So you just solely independent. Is that what you want to stay, or what's your what's your plans for like yourself? How is it working for you? Um, for me, because I got so many different brands and so many different things that I'm doing beyond music. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have the machine is gonna for me for my situation is gonna be easier to have the machine because, and when I say the machine, I'm talking about the record company. Right. That record company that um that 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 Def Jam or that Atlantic can take the clothing line, they can take the donuts, they can take the foundation, they can take the films that I'm working on, they can take all of that at a quicker mm-hmm. pace and just boom and blast it to the world. So in that aspect, I I'm still, you know, trying to see if there's a way to do business. Now keep in mind what I said, do business in a partnership. I'm right. not really interested in going into a situation and somebody just like trying to control me and say, do this, do this, do this, do that. That's not what I'm interested in. What I would like to do with one of those companies is create a partnership where they can help me uh, bring, put finances and, and more exposure to the other brands that I'm doing. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah, that's how I feel, too. And I'll be trying to explain that to the younger artists when they ask me about because the most the, the the wildest question I get is why you why you not on or why you not this? And I'm like, well, I'm doing it this type of way. So mm-hmm. this type of way requires this type of energy and it's this type of outcome where right. I take everything and I'm putting my dollars behind it and my sweat equity behind it. So when someone when someone with a bigger budget comes. I can have a bigger percentage and we can do business instead of someone creating their image on me. And like I said, I, I respect I respect you a lot when I when I watch what you do. I be like, man, this this joint is crazy. Especially especially with the donuts. The donuts, I didn't even know you own the donuts till today. I was talking to you, like, yeah, I'm dropping off these donuts. I'm like, wait a minute, he owned the donuts? Right. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm 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 pretty much put my hands on everything I could touch bro I'm just you know I feel like uh, and it's already hard for us as it is bro as black men and it's like but right now we don't have no excuses bro and we can't even make no excuses like with this internet and with and, and, and bro we got you know our ancestors went through hella shit for us so why are we limiting ourselves we should be doing anything Bro, you can wake up literally and do whatever you want to do, and you know this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's like people just don't be having the will, and they don't be having the balls to just, you know what I'm saying? Then we be too worried about what other people think. You know what I'm saying? I think that's another Facts. problem with us. We gotta stop worrying about what somebody else think. You know what I mean? And I and I'm I'm getting better with that too. But I'm like to the point now where I just be like, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even tripping like I'm finna, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm finna just move forward because I ain't got time for that, bro. I want to create generational wealth, bro. You know what I'm saying? I want my now I got a, a my my 22 year old got a baby, so I got a grandbaby. 
So you, you know, know what I mean? Congratulations, bro. Yeah, right on. So it's like I ain't bro, I don't got time to be on no bullshit, bro. I be on trying to build, you know what I'm saying? And the mm-hmm. niggas be weirdos. I mean, I got niggas that shit I I probably roll with for, you know, 10 years, bro. But if niggas ain't on what I'm on, it's like it, it ain't really no around. way for us to hang. What could we hang out and do? Cause I'm really on some business shit. Now if we wanna go have a drink or go do something like that, we can, which I don't really do that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. I'm just focused. I'm zeroed in on what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah, you my ass. Yeah, you is focused. And like I said, I like what you do too. I like the because you do a lot, and I mean, I want to make sure I say as, as much as I know that you do that basketball game that you do, yes, sir. Man, hats off to you, brother, for that. Right, and I know you give because you yes, you giving back to their community, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I and I actually um now in the years before this year. I was picking different charities. My cousin had a charity and we would donate to his. Now this is the first year that I that I put money up for my own charity because now I got my own 501c3 and my, own, my own. Yeah, I got my own now. It's called Stars in the Sky Foundation. So oh, okay, now I'm, I'm doing all my own programs and uh and that's another thing we'll do too, man. Hopefully by the time you come down here, I can have you come and be a part of one of my programs. We do this thing called Reading with Rappers. Where mm-hmm. we go into some of the, the schools where it's kind of like the uh, younger kids, and we read, you know, read books, read stories. You know what I'm saying? We doing that. We got a next step program. So like a lot of these little teenager cats, when they get out of school, you know what I'm saying? They still be needing guidance. They still be needing, you know what I'm saying? A big brother, a big dog that they can call on and be like, man, what should I do about this? Or can you help me find a job? So. We got that. We got Armor Star Music. We got a, like four or five different programs under that Stars in the Sky, man. So oh, yeah. I'm really excited about the future, man, of what the future is going to hold, man, for for the foundation and the donuts and the music. And it's like God just working right now, bro. I'm just I'm just extremely excited. I'm in a really good spot, you know. Oh, yeah, that's good. Whatever you need me to do, it was in my power. I'm I'm there. Especially, I love giving back. That's, that's I love giving back because I ain't had nothing as a kid. Mm-hmm. I already know what it's like to try to want to be something. You ain't got nobody to help you, give you no advice. So anything you need from me, I'm there hands down. All good. Yeah. So hopefully by the time you come, like I say, I have some set up that you can do earlier that day mm-hmm. before the show. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's that's mad dope, man. Like, um. So what is it like for you being a father? Like, how do you balance it? Because I know for me. I got two kids. I got two boys. Okay. So I'm I'm used to like working hard, working hard. But when I had my kids, the somebody told me like, you know, you can work hard, get all the money, never get the time back. Thanks, bro. And it was like you gotta spend time with your kids. Regardless, you gotta probably put some to the side, or you probably can't work as hard. Like mm-hmm. for so it took it took my it took me like my firstborn. It took me like. I had to get in a gear and I had to, it was a hard, it was hard for me to balance time and everything for like eight months. But then that ninth month, I figured it out how to balance it. So how, how is it with balancing time with your kids and stuff? How is it, how is that going for you? And how, how did you master it? Or Well, how did you master it? I, I wouldn't even say I still ain't mastered it yet, man. I'm, I'm still working every day. I'm trying, oh, yeah. To, yeah, just yeah, trying to be a better parent, but, um, yeah. I, well, my my kids is, is like I said, it's older now, and then they girls. So what I what I've been just trying to do lately is um maybe just do like some dinner 
you know what I'm saying, once a week or something like that. But like I said, my situation is a little different because everybody's spread out. I got, you know, my 22-year-old just had a baby, so she from her to the baby daddy house, my my 20-year-old finna go to college, go back to school, you know All what right. I'm saying, in two weeks. So she here, but, you know, she trying to get it in in St. Louis for as much she can for it's time to go back to school. I got one that's finna go to school. So it's a little different, but, but with, with you even saying that, it's, it lets me know that I need to I need to find that time for us to do, you know, do more stuff, you know, together like how we used to do. But you know how it is, bro. Well, you don't know, but you will know. <laughs> Your boys get older. When oh, they yeah. start getting older, bro, it just don't be the same like it like it is now. So I would tell you, cherish, you know, cherish them. Because how old is your, your two boys? Um, My oldest is 11 and my oh, youngest shit. is 5. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they all day up on your bumper. Nah, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Probably. So, all, yeah, my, mine ain't trying to, you know, they come around me, you know what I'm finna do. I'm finna be kicking some game. I'm finna be like, what you working on? You know, what's yeah. the plan? How's that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's a little different, but yeah, no, it's definitely important. I, I did, but I am doing that with my with my parents for sure. Like, uh, my dad, he, he always working, but I went and uh, had lunch with my mom today, and I did make it my business to tell myself, every, you know, at least once a week, I'm gonna go over there and just hang out with my mom for a couple hours and just, you know what I'm saying, sit. Cause you know yeah. how mamas be, bro. They wanna talk, they wanna tell you about some bullshit your uncle and auntie did. <laughs> you know, you know, it's all the same, bro. Everybody want they wanna gossip about the family business. So I just had to go and listen to my mom for let her talk. You know what I'm saying? And uh have some lunch. So I did I did that actually today. Then I left and went and got more donuts. So yeah, yeah. Bro. How does your family like? How do your kids react to you being, um, well, a star? Like, how do they react to that? Um, but definitely a star here. So, I mean, it's always good for them because if they want to go to a concert, they can get in free and that mm -hmm. type of shit. So, you know, then all their kids, you know, what I'm saying, know who all their friends know who I am because their friends' mama know who I am because we right. I'm about the same age as their parents as my kids' kid uh, friends' parents. So. I think I think for the most part, shit, me being a dad has, you know, has been definitely more of a uh, uh, of a pro than a con. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, living here for sure in St. Louis. My oldest son, he 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 loves it. He, yeah. I ain't gonna even lie. He get like all the perks, mm -hmm. and everything. He he get free food. I mean, he is, yeah. he everything, anything, everything he want, he get. I remember right. he was in school and um, they had a parent teacher day. And I, I guess he was having like a little trouble, not like academically, but you know how kids are. Mm -hmm. And so I came up there and the teacher stopped me and came. I was like, hey, you, you're his dad, you're OD? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. You're like, we love, we love, we love your music. He, he, oh, he put us cool. on it. I was like, thank you. And you know, my that's music cool. a little edgy at times. So, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, man, that's dope. that is dope, man. That's dope to hear. Yeah. And, and, and like a lot of people don't really talk about their family, so it, it's dope how how you are a father and that you in your kids' life, man. And I commend you for that because a lot of people ain't, and a lot of people don't talk about it, man. Like, yeah, I, mean, hey, I commend I commend you too, bro. Because yeah, man, people people don't understand, man. When you when you really really doing shit for your kids, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, it's a it's a whole different it's a whole different vibe to it, bro. It's a whole different dedication and consistency that gotta come with it because you're not just doing this just for you you 
you you you trying to build a legacy for your family too you know what i'm saying yeah that legacy is everything it's gotta i, I tell my homies all the time do as much as i can so my great great grandkids can be like that was my great great grandfather this is how he started he did so much that i i didn't have to do as much as he did you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i feel i feel you 100 on that man I, man like i said man much respect so yeah, I what, appreciate you, bro. What else you got on? Um, what you got coming up? What you what you got going on? Uh, pretty much, man. I'm working on a new album. I'm about to put out like real soon, probably like in a matter of maybe like another week. I'm gonna put this album out. It's called Almost Home. It's uh the part two to my album that I released in October uh 2020 called Long Way From Home. This one is called Almost Home, and it's pretty much um it's pretty much like a remix album it's pretty much like remixes of some of the songs from long way from home and some of the songs from uh the album before that blind sheep so it's kind of like yeah just kind of like remixes and then i got a couple bonus tracks i'm gonna throw on there how was it how was it during quarantine because you said you dropped the album during quarantine like october right yeah i dropped the album october 2020 uh long way from home got like love on it and Mm-hmm. A lot of those songs Sunday. I mean, it's 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 still doing good. It's still moving. People still listening. People still, you know, streaming. So you know, we just encourage people to keep streaming that stuff. And uh, like I said, man, I'm gonna start dropping more and more content. And I'm also gonna probably end up in another another two or three weeks putting out like a nostalgic Rucker Puff album. Just putting like all that Rucker Puff shit out, bro. Cause it's it's so crazy. I did a show and. Peru, Indiana, bro. And I used to go there as Rucker Puff. Man, I got there. They had my name on the lights. We love you, Rucker Puff. People was in there with really? old merchandise from, oh my God, bro. Yeah, swear to God, bro. People was in there with like merchandise from 15 years ago with that Rucker Puff logo on it. It was just wild, bro. So so how know. does how do your fans react to the change, though? Do they... Do they like it? Or you know, you know what? Them? I mean, I think I think you gonna always have people that like your old stuff better than your new stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, but I I think for the most part, most people that like my music have have grown with me. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like I can do any genre, and people ain't like, why did he do that? I think people are are uh they they almost expect that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm just growing. I'm still growing every day. So it ain't no telling and especially just i even you know try to change what what music i even digest lately man i ain't gonna lie my pandora been on like isley brothers so i've been listening to a lot of teddy pendergrass a lot of isley brothers a lot of soul music i've been listening to for some reason i've been uh digesting uh this mary j blige album the the album she uh, um like the first album no the very first the first mary j blige album you know what I'm saying? And okay. I and I only I think I only been tuned in to her album because I had watched an interview with her and the producers and they was just saying how they was kind of breaking them records down and, and, and you can hear in Mary voice, you know what I'm saying? You can hear like the pain and the shit that she was going through with her voice. You know okay. what I'm saying? And and I just been listening to that, you know, just for motivation to really, really you know, come because I'm working on an R&B album also. So I want to come from a place of of hurt and come from you know my experiences mm-hmm. and be able to put them on paper and make it where the listener can can feel it. So that's why I was listening to her album because you can like hear the pain 
and the shit that that she whatever she was going through, you can hear that shit in her voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel. I mean, I do this when it comes to like when it comes to music. What I listen to, I don't listen to. I really don't listen like I'm in album mode too, so I don't listen to no rap. I listen mm-hmm. to Teddy. I listen to um, Bobby Walmack, mm-hmm. uh, Teddy yes, I listen to Tyrese, and I listen to a lot of Anita Baker. Man, see, yep, Anita too. A lot of Anita Baker. I'm a lot of Anita that. Baker because every song that she sings, you feel whatever pain that song is about. Even this, like my favorite song of hers is "I Apologize." Mm-hmm. And yep. the, way, the way that she was singing that song, bro. It made me when she said that she apologized to her dad. I was like, damn, that hit my heart. Cause it'd be times where I argue with my parents and I'd be like, I gotta apologize to them because they want the best for me. You know, they was here first. And it's just the way she do her music. All her albums, bro. I listen to all her albums when I'm in album mode. Makes me channel the best feeling for every song I do. Cause listening to her album. So I truly do understand. Mm-hmm. And that is that is dope. That is dope as ever. But so uh you doing a tour uh, for the rest of quarantine or what else you got? Um yeah, I don't I'm but I'm not really um this 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 is not really a specific tour right now. Like I'm putting the tour flyer together right now as we speak. But it's really much it's pretty much just gonna say like Zeus Rebel Waters live and I'm okay. just really kind of just like taking taking dates and taking bookings. I'm not really doing a tour per se right now but when as soon as i release this album which i'm glad you said that because i do need to just go ahead and come up with a date as soon as i release this album i'm gonna definitely um do a tour for the album so i probably i probably say like october probably just do that bitch in october start that whole october release the uh album like the end of september and uh yeah man so we definitely gotta um figure out something for october november december to get well wait a minute december that's when when it starts snowing up y'all up y'all way probably december okay so yeah maybe i'll come up there like either october or november try to get up there before it start getting too too bad because i think december i'm going i'll probably just take my ass straight straight west coast you know what i'm saying i learned my lesson messing with the midwest in december so, I, don't, I don't joke around in the midwest moment nah. and then for real low key though it really don't even seem like in december it seemed like it'd be january february be the worst so like so like you'll get like fake snow in december mm. but but yeah that january february snow i call it like tax season snow mm. that's the most annoying snow on earth <laughs> yeah i don't do nothing in those times because that's snow be that's snow be another animal and everybody don't plow how they supposed to right right so yeah i think this year i'm definitely gonna focus on you know what i'm saying oh i didn't even think about it i might even be able to uh have you been uh to like the boot yet, like Baton Rouge or any of that? I ain't been down there. That was my next plan, but yeah. I, I haven't been down there. Yeah, I, uh, I got a homeboy uh, that's from down that way, man, that whole Gulf Coast and all that. So I keep you posted when I lock that in if you want to move that direction. But but yeah, I think I think December may be the move for that. You know what I'm saying? So that way in them cold, real, real cold months, we can go somewhere where it ain't as, you know, it ain't cold at all or at least it's safe safe to drive or just fly you know what i'm saying yeah 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 most definitely yeah, i appreciate it too i'm gonna show you how to do this virtual thing so you ain't really you can get the bag and just be anywhere in the world you know what Man, I mean? right. 
for sure. So that's what it. That's what. That's what I had to do during quarantine. Go virtual, and it's something. It's it's a weird experience because I like really being with the fans, right? So it's kind of for me. It was kind of hard to do the show. That was the hardest show I ever had to do was not being in front of our fans, right? But oh uh, yeah, that's right. Because you was telling me that. So you got you got like some like a like you be doing some virtual shows. Yeah. So like what I did was we bought basically just hooked up cameras to the computer and just went virtual just made the shows live mm. and then we send it to everybody phones and use the social media and then just come straight to your phones and you can watch it the only yeah. down the only downside was all the networks got certain guidelines so facebook got a certain guideline instagram and so, hold on i'm sorry so after a while they start muting music, even though I owned it. They were still muting the music, and we had to send submissions in. What? So, yeah, we've been sending submissions in since for since I did it in November, and they still ain't released the um the audio to the the virtual show. We did the show did like five thousand five thousand views Damn. on a Saturday. Wow! And, and on a Wednesday, it did three thousand. So you know, you got to think like. I can do the virtual show right. Put my mm-hmm. put my um cash out in the money to do mm-hmm. that virtual show. It'll do whatever it do that day, and I can share that show all month. So I can prepare. For, I can do one show and prepare for the next show next month. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are gonna have to give me help. Oh yeah, like I said, man, it's, just, it's, it's and it's real easy. It ain't it ain't as hard as people make it think. It's just that's where it's at now. It's just the only platform that lets you go without having to deal with like all the copyright infringements and then banning the music or whatever is uh this app twitch that they use for the video games yeah okay no i've been on i've been on the twitch before yeah so twitch will let you do everything freely it's just about now you gotta send all your traffic to twitch and that and that in itself takes time and dedication but anyway you know and and, and nothing big to a giant so it just takes time the way to go virtual, just in case they shut this world down again. Right, yeah, because it, it's looking like they doing all this this little small bullshit that it might happen. So, yeah, I definitely need you to get me get me hit this time, so I already be ready. Oh yeah, I definitely, I'm gonna definitely show you because I'm gonna try to do another. I'm gonna try to do another virtual show probably next month. So I mastered it now, but I'll send you like all the stuff that I bought and whatever guidelines I follow to help you do it your way. And then you just you basically you can be in your front room with your mic and your guitar and do your thing. That's it. That's it. Wow. That's it. Because your fans, your fans, if your fans love you like they love you, they gonna support you. They gonna support. So yeah. how do you how do you make the money? You say they just people just dropping tips in the cash app and stuff. All right. So it's it's many ways you can make the money. So. So you know you get paid off streams. So YouTube pay you for streams. I mean, Facebook pay you for streams. Let's just use Facebook as an example. Okay. So you're going to put the video up and you will put your cash app up in the description and tell people to donate. Hopefully, since they didn't have to pay to, to come to the concert, they'll just donate to your cash app. Right. Okay. So that's, that's, one, that's one fee. And then you got the next one where if you keep sharing the video and you get the streams up, don't cut you a check from the songs being played and that's how you do it 
and then you know you get clever. Facebook cut you a check. Yeah, you know you get paid off your streams. Yeah. Right. So like, so like, if you can get the streams up though. So like, if um, I know I go through CD Baby for distribution, and so they'll show me what they'll show me what platform is um playing my records. Mm-hmm. And then they'll show like Facebook play a certain amount of records at a certain amount of time. It just it's just about getting the streams up, right? And then that's how it is. And then you can also be clever with it and get like businesses that got a following and be like, let's say like how you got your donut shop. You go to your, you do your donut shop. Your donut shop got its own set of fans. You get on your donut shop uh social media platform, bring the cameras in the donut shop. Do the show in the donut shop and tell their fans to donate. Mm-hmm. Or tell them to come get a free donut and proceeds go here, here, here. It's, it's so many ways you can play it. Because mm-hmm. I had to be mad creative during the quarantine. Because as soon I dropped my album, as soon as quarantine got announced, which I did not know, and man, I, I lost so much money. Dude, nah, you and me both, bro. I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't never lost that much money ever. And doing. My years doing music, I ain't never lost that much money how I lost during this quarantine. I was like, I probably finna go get me a a, a job and um I probably finna go to school and become a teacher or something. I was, I was thinking about doing a whole different career because I was so mad. But I figured it out though. You still there? Hello? Yo. Well, I don't know if he's still there or not. Let me see if he's still there. Well, I don't know if he's still there. But if you can hear me, dog, I appreciate you. That's my time. Thank you for tuning in, everyone, to the CEO OD podcast. And that was my guest, straight from St. Louis, Zeus Rebel Waters. Um, You can follow him on Instagram, Facebook, at Zeus Rebel Waters. And again, you can follow me on Instagram at CEO underscore OD. That's CEO underscore OD. And remember, click the link in my bio so you can donate to my GoFund so I can do my next album on the largest scale. And thanks for enjoying the ride. And like always, squad.